Sean. Hollywood Handbook. Hey, everybody. Wow. Thanks for joining us. This is uh, the first episode of uh, Hollywood Handbook. Episode number one of uh, what will hopefully be a long-running um, insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet line back rooms of this industry we call showbiz. A couple of big dogs trying to share their secrets. Uh, sure. You know, burn after listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a, It's been a long... Uh, journey uh, for both Sean and I to the happy slog we call get it here sure yeah. and a lot of people I think once they get to this point mm-hmm. they shut the door close behind the door behind them. them nobody else allowed lock in. the deadbolt uh, lock the deadbolt slide the slide the chain slide the shutters like turn the shutters closed yeah the blinds. hang up a, a gone fishing sign mm-hmm. put a chair in front of the door wedge that underneath the uh, a knob there. Yep. Not 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 us. We said from the very beginning when it happened for us, uh, we would reach back into the the world of the, of yeah, the dreamers. Almost instead of instead of slamming the door, what we're gonna do is we're gonna rip the door off the hinges and let all the freaks in. Yep. We're gonna let yep. all the misfits who who Hollywood said no, you're not good enough. You're too different. You're too edgy or raw. And right. we're gonna say that's our people, man. Yeah, and and I think we have a chance at really turning this town upside down, once and for all. Yeah, turning it on its ear. Uh, For those of you that don't know us, I'm Hayes Davenport. Uh, This is uh, Sean Clements. Hi. Um, A while ago, we used to host another Earwolf show about, what was it about? um, It's like the news. Yeah, it was about news and documentary style. Right. Uh, programming, but right, it was the kind of thing that's what was hot at the time, and you know, you got to go adapt or die. You go which way the wind is blowing, and um, yeah, we really... made the mistake of just latching on to the hot trend. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't regret it because it obviously launched us into the stratosphere. Uh, right, um, so we could use it for this. Passion Project, yeah, uh, which is a podcast where we uh, sort of analyze the business, give people insider tips and tricks, and uh, hopefully help everyone out there. Yeah, um, we help. We're we're at the top of the mountain. This podcast is us throwing down a ladder. Yep, and saying everybody get up here. Yep, uh, and we should probably get into a little more like our our personal journey uh in, in in Hollywood. That sounds sort of really good. How we got to this point. Just quickly That sounds um, really good. Is it okay if I start? I would love for you to start okay. off. Uh I uh got my start. I was the first writer uh hired on uh, a show called Seinfeld when I was fifteen years old. Um and it actually at the time I pitched what would become the name of the show. It was gonna be called Mr. Seinfeld. Um, from there, uh, I did a t- couple years on the Barry Sanders show at the same time, and uh, after that, I sort of wanted to get out of the business for a while, work on stuff that was just, for me, you know, like you write you, like a personal screenplay that kind of tells your story, the kind of thing that you'll just like put in a drawer, and but it'll always be there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thing that is just uh, you, as who you are, but... um Sean, you leaked it, you read it, and you decided that I guess it should have. I, you, I knew you didn't have the <laughs> yeah, guts right. to put that thing out there, sure. and I knew we needed to see it. And it ended up becoming uh, uh, three movies, actually. Uh, uh, Twister, 
Remember the Titans and uh, Black Hawk Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, bounced around a little bit in uh, uh, movies and TV, created a show called House. Uh, and now I'm sort of reluctantly transitioning to the to the other side of the camera um, because I, uh, I made the stupid decision to take my shirt off once when I was relaxing on the grass at the Sony lot. Since then, I've done... Um, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I was uh, the mayor mm-hmm. in that. I uh, in a movie called uh, We Are Mar- Marshall. I was uh, Marshall. I was the title role in that. And I was in um, Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen as the uh, the guy who beats up a transformer. Uh, and and you you punched him so hard his uh, his engine shut down. His engine shut down and he sort of slumped and then I gave him a really hard punch so his his head flew off into space. There's also a deleted scene where you kicked his robot butt and then a bunch of oil fell out and yeah. it sort of looked like you had like, dude, kicked yeah. him in the butt so hard that he pooped his pants. Yeah. I and know, I remember I said, PU. Yeah. You said you said PU. You said stinky robot. Somebody changes Dighty. And <laughs> I couldn't understand why they cut that scene out because I remember thinking that that was really yeah. some a much needed break from the action and drama, right? And a little bit of levity, and that's what you bring to the table. Well, the sh- the movie was not a big success, I think, maybe for that decisions like that. G- go ahead. Uh, yeah, me. Tell uh, us about Sean. You know, uh, you guys know I hate to talk about myself, um, but at the same time, that's what this is mm-hmm. in a way. So. Uh, yeah, uh, star athlete probably could have done anything, anything I wanted in any physical arena, but at the same time didn't want to let my mind atrophy. So uh, hung up the jersey and the pads and the rackets and the, all that stuff, and was sort of just bumming around Chicago and London doing um, uh, renegade art pieces mm-hmm. uh, that got a lot of buzz. Um, blah 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 told Tina Fey I thought she was funny she should be a writer uh, said maybe do something about uh, 30 Rockefeller Center or something and uh, just was like throwaway total throwaway I think that wound up being a show uh-huh. at one point um, Third Rock from the Sun I think I don't know yeah. uh, uh, I don't own a TV yeah. but I I also uh, wound up meeting a young man named um uh, Rocky Gervais, and I told him, you know what's funny? People. And what do people do? Not me, but a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They work in an office. Mm-hmm. And he took that to heart and said, oh, maybe I should go work in an office. And I said, no, you dope. Create a show about it. And then I told him how to do jokes. And then I went finally to... <laughs> to Los Angeles, where I am now, and someone stole my journal, which I had just been keeping just for me to sort of reminisce on all the misadventures I had been having. And uh, not dissimilar to Hayes, it wound up being a series of movies. Jurassic Parks, uh, Big Fish, RoboCop, the new one, that's from my journal, What's the Transformers before Revenge of the Fallen? Engineer Cody, what, this is your. This is what you're supposed to. You're the one who watches this trash. Yeah. The Moon. 
Something about the moon? The, the dark moon, moon? Cody? Isn't it something about the dark Big moon? Big moon? Oh, you know what? It was Apollo 13. That's and right. I And so... And so... After that, I said, well, it's out there now. I might as well make a dollar and a cent off it. And uh, I started doing some of my own stuff. And um, uh, someone who has a lot of success in front of the camera um, have ultimately found that I'm more comfortable behind it. I'm just one of these people who's never been comfortable saying, look at me. Mm-hmm. I've, I'd rather be like, everybody look at this. This is what's interesting. This is what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times the camera whips around and they still do look at me. And that's why you've seen some of my cameos in uh, your Larry Crowns, <laughs> your Premium Rushes, uh, your um, uh, your Drop Dead Freds. I think that's it lately. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's nice. And so, you know, all of that. Uh, is behind me now, and I'm here, and I'm doing the podcast, and yes, I'm uh, still doing other stuff, and uh, you know, you're going to see our names and deadline and stuff, and you're going to think, oh, if they've got this going on, are they going to have time to do the podcast? Yes, we're going to keep doing the podcast. And that's not well. It's a good roadmap. Yes, it's a good roadmap. And there is no one way. Uh, well, to... they see that we went different directions. Yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the common thread I would say is that neither of us ever wanted this. Yes. Didn't want anything that's, to do with it. Yes. That. That's important to point out. We both sort of fell into, uh, you know, just a knock at our door one day. We were both just doing our own thing. Uh, and I guess, uh, some people liked it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I didn't really have a choice. You just get right. tapped and you have to do it. And that's how it happens. It's not a choice. Uh, I wish I had a choice about and when it comes to like writing. Yeah. And somebody says they chose to be a writer, I'm like, you're friggin' lucky, man. Because right. if I didn't have some outlet for this friggin' wild shit that goes on in my brain, I, if yes. I couldn't splash it down on the page, I'd be locked up in, in a, a in a freaking asylum. Cell. Yeah, I'd be in a padded yep, cell, straight jacket, Napoleon on, hat, with a Napoleon hat, and. And handcuffs and, mm-hmm. and uh, sh- you know, leg yeah. brace. Just twisted. Just twisted mm-hmm. up because that's some of what's in my head. And and people find it entertaining, luckily. Sure. Uh, now, Engineer Cody, do you remember uh, a while ago, it wasn't actually that long ago, when we asked you to look up the name of uh, the Transformers movie yes. with uh, Dark and Moon in it? Mm-hmm. And you were, you were sitting in front of a computer... Uh, and you just kind of... You were on IMDb. I mean, I could see your screen from here. You typed some stuff, and you just sort of shrugged uh, like it was impossible to figure out what the name of that movie was. Do you remember that? I don't know. I I think so, yeah. Just as we go forward, uh, because it's the first episode, we're going to have some kinks to work out in the first episode. Absolutely, yeah. It's not going to be a perfectly oiled machine from right. day one. Uh, I, you know, like, for example, I managed to look it up myself. It's <laughs> Transformers Dark of the Moon. Uh, so, in the future, okay, just so. typing in the words that we say into it basically anywhere on your screen uh, should... Yeah, I remember there was a point where you turned and you gave me this look <laughs> and this kind of shrug and you shook your head like... No dice, bud. Yeah. And you seemed scared and you seemed incompetent. And I 
was thinking, why is he looking at me? Why is he not looking at the screen? Because I think right. it actually says what we're asking for. Right. Now, as it turned out, the movie we were thinking of was Apollo 13. Right. Water under the bridge. What? But in the future. And it was nice because you did visibly try something that didn't work. I'm not sure what that could have been. I don't know what you did to And that's in. what... You know, that's it's nice to see, but it is also what scares me a little bit. That I think what he did was, I said, what was the movie before Revenge of the Fallen? Right. I think he typed in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, then clicked the back button. And and was like, I'll see what's before this. Yeah. And I think it didn't show him. And it, it it turns out that Dark of the Moon is the third, that was the third installment, so he should have hit the forward button. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't own a TV, so for me, a lot of this I'm guessing at. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm really it's all sorry. cleared up. It's okay, bud. It's okay. Um, uh, Emmys, Emmy stuff. The Emmys. People want to hear about the Emmys. Who went home with Emmy? <laughs> uh, we um, we went. Good, good show. Yeah, um, uh, I was on my phone for a lot of it. You know, the thing that people always really want to hear about is the the parties. The parties, uh, and people think it's pretty glamorous and think it's pretty cool, all these Emmy parties, but yeah. I actually find it more stressful because I go, guys, could we spread these out over a few weeks right? so that I don't have 50 friggin' people mad at me? I can only hit maybe 12 parties. Right. It's uh, a lot of no's. So when you're invited to all of them, can you imagine the pressure that you yeah. feel? You know, sometimes I just like feel like I would just want to stay home. With uh, you know, with my real fans, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, like my girlfriend and my cat, like those are like I, those are my biggest fans who sort of like center me. Yeah, it's a dirty and, secret. We lead pretty simple lives. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, and that's a dangerous thing to sort of expose because there is this brand of yes, like, the, you know, the marquees and the Hollywood the rebel red and carpet the, and stuff like that, but friggin' crazy orgy at Sigourney Weaver's pool house right, or something right. but spoiler alert like, we're just normal guys we're really. real in, normal in, people in, we're uh, like you and we have in a lot of ways yeah in uh, some ways we're not so but we wanted to use this uh opportunity to apologize to some of the parties that just we, some of the parties that we couldn't make it to uh rather than individually having to email every person we were just like well we've got this big platform everyone's yeah. listening let's go ahead and just send out a sorry yeah uh like what were god what, what were some of the uh, well, um, uh, the quick list of just network ones, uh, yeah. you know, we're sorry to John Landergraf, uh, but it's mm-hmm. FXX, FX, FXM, we couldn't go, we're sorry, yeah. sorry, Louis, um, and, and so AMC and some of these mm-hmm. other networks, we're sorry, MTV2, yeah. I don't know. Chiller. Yeah, Chiller, o- o- Ovation, uh, we, you know, we're very sorry, um. And then to the individuals, yeah. Sorry uh, to Tom Colicchio, mm-hmm. Jenna Fisher, yeah, Brian Posehn, mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. I heard uh, good things about the. There are always those magazine parties. There was that big. Uh, Nintendo Power uh, party on the roof of the Staples Center. I heard that one was. Uh, and we wish we could have been there. And cool. if you and if Handing you would do it of, on a different night, a, a we would go. Exclusive cheats and stuff. That one would have been fun. Um, Secret MTV 
had uh, that the the secret channel that shows like what songs are going to be cool. The one that still plays music videos. Yeah, yeah, and from the. It's always the, so uh, weird. I have to bite my ones. tongue when people complain. They go, it used to stand for music television. And I'm like, well, it still does if you have secret. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they had all the bands that are going to be sort of cool. Down the road, the uh, T-shirt boys were there. Um, uh, yeah, the T-shirt boys. Um, uh, DJ SpaghettiOs. So that was... Uh, <laughs> Huckleberry Hound's dad. So that was uh, a shame. That would have been fun. And... Uh, Obviously, the biggest apology we probably owe is Scott Anchorman. Yeah, Scott Anchorman had the big Hollywood Handbook uh, launch party, uh, which we... And we would have loved to attend. And, and I think it's there's... not for not for lack of trying. We did uh, try to move some stuff around. Yeah, we tried to reorganize our schedule as much as we could. And uh, I heard that the party was great. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that uh, some of the other hosts were... Uh, were able to yeah. show up. all. I guess all the other hosts showed up, and they sort of formed a line of like, you know, sword like holding swords up that we would sort of like pass under on our way in. And we honestly did try to um, to make it, and hopefully, and uh, hopefully next year. Yeah, and uh, hopefully that we, we sent um, John Leguizamo and uh, Engineer Brett in our place uh, that they. Were hopefully that was an appropriate uh, at, at facsimile. Least some yeah. of the way there, yeah. Um, what 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 was the other? There was some other stuff in the Emmys this year that we wanted to sort of dig into. Uh, well, there was. I remember a very powerful message given yes. by one of the. I know what you're going to say. One of the award recipients, and it was a message that even though. Mm-hmm. It's ten to twenty years old. Mm-hmm. It's still very powerful. Yeah, uh, this is um, friend of ours, friend of the show, uh, Steve Levitan. That's who you're talking about, right? Yes, one of my closest friends. Uh, he is the creator of the show Moderate Family. He gave a speech. Shocking win, surprise win for them because yes. I know they had been sort of under the radar. Yes. Uh, so the fact that they were able to collect enough votes. But the Emmys are. A- the time for shows like that. Yes, to, it's about recognizing what's next, the, what's yes. new. And what is really the best, funniest, and what's, in the case of comedy, is the funniest. And what's actually just piss your piss your trousers funny. Yes. Uh, and Steve Levitin gave a speech. He didn't have to, you know, like. Didn't have to give Normally a that's the time where you fucking thank executives or whatever, like suits. Yeah. You say, uh, yeah, you, you say the same boring shit of like, uh. We've got a great cast. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks to my agents and sure. that shit. But he went up with a real message to send. Right. Uh, I, I actually had the clip. Oh, that's yes. great. Okay, let's just play it. Uh, thank you to everyone at 20th Century Fox Television, Dana Walden, Gary Newman. Th- and you should, you know. You do still you thank should the probably suits. You thank do the still suits. thank the suits. But it's a that's, mistake. If but a you... lot of people end there. Right. I cannot begin to express to you how surreal this ride has been because none of us grew up feeling like winners. So thank you to the bullies, to the uh, popular kids, to the gym teachers who taunted us, who rejected us, and who made fun of the way we ran. Uh, Without you, we never would have gone into comedy. Thank you very much. Wow. Brave. You need a minute after that. Yeah. And to paint a picture 
for the people listening who didn't get to see this, some of the losers on stage with him. First of all, Steve Levitan is not your typical what you picture when you think of yeah. a rich Hollywood writer. He is 6'4", sure. uh, good looking. He's right. in great shape. He's got all his hair. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and just sort of charismatic. But then behind strong him. jawline. Really strong jawline. And uh, yeah, just a sort of. So he's the sort of charming. leader of this freak parade that's up on stage. That includes, if you've ever seen Sofia Vergara, you know she's never felt like a winner in her life. Yeah. Gym teachers must have been giving her hell. And you think of, like, who would have made the decision to put someone like that on TV where she could be seen mm-hmm. by other people. It just doesn't... It, to, Hear it, it doesn't make sense. Like, on the surface, it doesn't make sense. You wouldn't think it would work. But when combined with... But if there's other freaks around who go, hey, these are our people, man. Right. You're from the same tribe as me. Right. And they give them that opportunity to shine. And it it also, I mean, you've got Ed O'Neill is on that show. Ed O'Neill, yeah. It's a sad story in a way, because he was a very... He was like a Division I college athlete. Um, and that doesn't start in college. In order to be a college athlete, you have to have been a high school athlete. Right. So people must have been making fun of the way he ran because it mm-hmm. must have been Looking, very fast. Hey, fast guy. Hey, fast guy. Okay. You don't seem it's, to be struggling. Like he did, probably didn't get winded that much. And it's just like, that's got to be hell on you. And thank you for doing that, bullies and gym teachers, because yeah. he found his way into comedy because of that. And... uh Sorry. Um, to think of like uh, Sarah Hyland. Yeah. Who um, yeah. is going through this today. Right you know, now. She is. She's in. Uh, she's a young woman. I think she's in she's, in high school. She's a high school age. Yeah. And uh, to imagine her having to go from. Like a fashion shoot, Glamour or Vogue magazine. And having to put up with that, that kind of abuse. She must be every day how how she and to say she never is going to get a chance to feel like a winner yeah you know except on that stage yes that's the one place that these people get to feel like winners and so for him to give that message to people obviously not like Hayes and I but to people who are out there who are struggling with being incredibly good looking incredibly wealthy with being very talented Mm -hmm. you know that's got to feel like shit. And people must fucking really rake you over the coals for that. Nice reminder uh, for people like us. And also nice vindication for like bullying that you've done in the past and how it's a, it's a very good thing to do. Yes. Um, yeah. Bullies are the inspiration for all creative success. Right. And if we didn't have bullies, we wouldn't have innovation. Right. Uh, and, and I think it's good to get that out there. And, and this is the kind of thing that a lot of today's Hollywood stars do, a little slap on the wrist to them. They've been doing all this anti-bullying messaging now because mm-hmm, they're like, mm-hmm. I, I want to be the only star. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, They don't want is, any other stars creating the door. This is pulling up the ladder. This, you know yes, what I mean? Yes. If they stop bullying, about. they can be the only star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Yeah, that's why that's gotten so much traction. Right. It's just they're going like, oh, there'll be no more celebrities if I can end bullying with my platform yes. I have now. And kudos to Levitan yes. for not taking that angle. Thanks, Steve Levitan, for making us uh, laugh and, and, and think. And think and be sad. 
Uh, we're going to be right back. Uh, oh, oh, we have a, a, a guest. Um, John? Joe. Joe. Joan. It's written Let down. Let me, somewhere. yeah, I got, I have his email. Let me see. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Uh, uh, Jack Johnson from the News Star Girl. Of the News Girl. Star of the News Girl um, is going to be uh, in the studio. Um, and he's going to take some some questions from uh, from fans of the show, hopefully, and uh, t- tell us a little about his craft and uh, all that stuff. Uh, so stay tuned to Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. So I just slapped it out of her hand, and I went, Mila, Kunitz, if you're just going to complain about the new iOS, then I'll buy you a new phone we'll put the old iOS on it. But I'm not going to listen to this crap anymore. It's, I mean, the fact that someone told her, it wasn't going to be me, but I'm glad somebody did, because this is every new phone, every time. Hey, hey. Uh, welcome back to Hollywood Handbook. Um, we, uh, we have a regular feature on this show that we really, uh, we really love to do, um, and I think the fans like it also, called um, the Teaser Freezer. We reach into the Teaser Freezer. <laughs> And we grab the latest teaser. Yeah. Uh, Everyone loves movie and teasers. And, it's a nice uh, cold treat to yeah. just om nom nom, scrum nom nom, gobble down on. And uh, we try to pick what is the hottest, biggest movie mm-hmm. that's going to make the most money yes. and be the best. Right. And which when you've been uh, in this industry as long as as we have you can sort of pick stuff you out you can smell even, it even at the teaser stage that's what really makes or breaks you can uh, smell it on a teaser a box when it's office. gonna be uh when it's gonna be one yes. for the freezer and at the at the time of this uh recording uh this uh movie has not come out yet but i think it will have been released and successful and uh all that uh by the time you actually hear it um it's a movie called uh, don john uh very under the radar. Yeah. Uh, hasn't really been getting any mainstream promotion because it yes. is an independent film. Yes. Uh, which we really enjoy when artists are allowed to make their own vision. Yes. Starring uh, sort of underground like uh, Gordon Joseph Levitt, Scarlett Johnson, um, um, Tony Dancer. Tony Dancer and um, Julianne Marr. Julianne Marr. And these are people that if you saw them, you would say, oh, like, I remember that person. Oh, they're, they're from, from, like, whatever, whatever yeah. cell phone commercial right. or, you know. Uh, and m- just, Maybe they played Chandler's boss or something once. For people who don't know, like, if we ever get to inside, that, this, see, this is, like, a big risk for us if we start using terminology that we know, but people outside the business maybe don't know. A teaser is, like, a, a sort of an advertisement for a movie that plays before, before the movie. Before a movie comes out. And yeah. if you get to the movies early, like we try to do, mm-hmm. they'll show because you some of these. people worked hard on they'll this They'll show stuff. you some of these. This is what... It's promoting the movie yeah. and showing you just pieces of it. Right. So we're not playing you a movie. Right. Uh, but it is pieces of a movie. Right. And if you're listening to uh, a podcast like this, trying to figure out tips for how you can go to the movies, uh, the, the, this sort of gives you something to expect. If you uh, if you figure out a way to go to the movies, you can see uh, a bunch of teasers before uh, b- before the movie. Don't yeah, leave can, don't leave after the teasers because that's when the movie starts. Because there's a movie after the teasers, but they'll show you three or four teasers um, in the theater, and it's not your movie yet, and uh, yeah. and you can. And if you do want to start going to the movies, this podcast is a great place to start. 
and just pick up your newspaper yeah. and see where's the theaters. And then you go and there's somebody there who will help you. And uh, you can start enjoying these teasers and these movies uh, and really feel in the know when you listen to this. Okay, so let's let's open up the teaser freezer. Uh, we're going to... Uh, a frosty blast of air in your face. And uh, here is uh, the Don John teaser that we're going to sort of pause intermittently and uh, and uh, narrate as it goes for when there's just text on the... For on the screen, yes. uh, we'll, uh, we'll read it to you. Okay, here it is. Are we recording? Regular Joe here. Ladies and gentlemen, I have written and directed a movie. It's called Don John, and it's coming out in the fall. We just put together our first trailer for it, so I'll shut up now, and you can watch that. But I'll be back. First of all, why, before this, has guys that, have, that are in movies not been at the beginning of the teaser saying here it comes yeah i mean this has been a pet peeve of mine about teasers for a long time is that when i'm going to watch a teaser for um toy story or something mm-hmm. that i don't have um uh, chuck and- spaceman yeah uh, you know asking if i'm recording mm-hmm. and then when i see him going like hey you're gonna see this teaser yeah because a lot of times and i'm sure this has happened to our audience at home if they've managed to go to a movie is the teaser started and they've gone what the fuck is happening <laughs> what the fuck is going on in here no one told me that we were recording and nobody That's, told me who they are yeah it's very scary yes um and one other thing i'd like to point out that's great is this guy who's talking to us we're gonna see him in the movie yes. playing a character mm-hmm. And so, in order to differentiate, he doesn't just say, hey, I'm Gordon Joseph Levitt. He goes, I'm regular Joe. Yeah. This is just him hanging out. Because before he says that, you forgot that he was your friend, you know? Like, just in case you didn't know that he was, like, a good friend of yours, uh, he gives you that reminder in the And he's going to be doing a very different voice, a very fake voice during yeah. the movie, but he also is doing a fake voice whenever he's talking. And so it's yeah. nice to clarify, this is my regular Joe voice. It's fake. And I'm going to be doing a fake weird accent in the, in the movie part. Yeah. So here's the difference. You Let's know? hear that. I want to hear that. There's only a few things I really care about in life. My body. My pad. My ride. My family, my church, my boys, my girls, and my porn. That is the same guy. We, I know we said It's that, the same guy that speaking, is, that, and that's why he had to let you know. That is the same know. guy. It sounds like two different guys, but it is the same guy. And he was right to chuckle when he said I directed a movie. Yes. It's very funny. Uh, it goes. I'll skip the part. It goes on. He just repeats those things. For, he repeats that for those a couple things, minutes, and that I think is a mistake. He said this is the first trailer they cut, and I assume they took it out of the later ones that he says it over again because he keeps saying they it. accidentally yeah. looped it. Body pad, ride, family, church, boys, girl. And now he's looking at Scarlett Johnson. Uh, he meets her at the bar. She's sexy. It says written and directed by. That's definitely her. Uh, Gordon He's Joseph Webb. Oh, this girl's more than a dime for all. Oh my God! Were you in love with this girl already? Sure, I've seen this girl. Oh my God! What's her name? What's her name? 
Why'd you say yes to me? I'm just gonna have to wait to find out. See, that was a cool part where they, the mom saying, what's her name, what's her name, and then not saying it. Yes. Because it's sort of the voice of the audience at that point. Like, oh, what's that girl's name? I gotta know who she is. Oh, now I gotta shell out whatever it is. Gotta pay the bucks to find out the name. $25 for a movie these days. It's Mm -hmm. outrageous. It is outrageous. That pays the bills. All right, I got time. You're cute. I like you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Listen, you want to know the truth? You're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I think that's a good time to remind everyone that Gordon Joseph Levitt also wrote this movie. So when you hear something like that... A good exchange like that. Where does that come from? That's him. You like movies? I don't watch too many movies. The pretty woman, the pretty man, and they drive off into the sunset. Everyone knows it's fake. I love movies like that. Yeah, great. But they watch it like it's real life. Baby. What are you doing? I was just reading emails. No, you weren't. She caught me watching porn. That's it? Right? Oh! Now, a lot of people at the beginning of the teaser are listening to it and saying, I that where's that song? Where's Good Vibrations? Mm-hmm. By Marky Mark and the Fungy Bunch. Uh, like, isn't that supposed to be the song that's in? And then they he do does reward you with it. And... It's just a, it's one of many pieces of this trailer that is very timely. Yes. Because the Funchy Bunks are right now coming back, blowing up again. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you notice, a lot of this is reminiscent of a very popular TV show mm-hmm. that is huge right now, mm-hmm. the Jersey Shore Mans. Yeah. And, and the... The Jersey Shore mans all dress like this and they talk like this. And when he's doing my body, my clothes, my, you know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what those guys are like with their gym tan laundry stuff. And if you couldn't put it together, Ronnie shows up in the trailer and he just bonks you over the head. He goes, hey, you dummy, he's doing Jersey Shore man. So, you know, you already like it. There was also that, uh, in a lot of these movies and in the teasers they'll have those exchanges that are sort of like uh, like you and your friends interact it's supposed to replicate real life Uh, and there was that great exchange where his friend goes so she caught you watching porn and And he he goes I know right and the guy goes oh yeah well he goes first he goes that's it yeah he caught you watching porn that's it I know right Oh yeah, then and you sort of wonder what what happened for him <laughs> in between thinking it wasn't a big deal and thinking and it was a big suddenly, deal. Suddenly, because he said "I know right," that's what oh. really set him off. Yeah, because he did understand it at with first him that it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you actually took the." attitude that it wasn't a big deal then now it is a big deal i think i don't know i'm gonna have to shell out the 45 dollars or whatever the f it costs to go see a movie these days and you know that's just that because i gotta know her name and i gotta know why that guy changes mind so fast let's keep going she caught me watching porn that's it right oh how do you watch that how do you watch all the stupid movies that you watch movies and porno are different john they give awards for movies they give awards for porn too you drop the music when you do a, a funny teaser joke. That's another 
uh, for this is a trick of the teaser. Yes. So, there's only a few things I really care about in life. I don't know if I really want a wife and kids. Oh, look what you did! I look like a grandmother, but do I have any grandchildren? If you want to lose yourself, you have to lose yourself in another person. It's a two-way thing. That's Julianne Marr. Uh, it'll be interesting to find out who she is in the movie because she's not the mom. She's an older lady who is friends with uh, who's who's friends with Don John. I think I think she's his analyst. Which uh. to see sort of a tough guy, sort of a tough Italiany guy going to an analyst huh. is something that we haven't really seen in TV or in movies. I don't know if I could buy something like it would be very interesting if they were to show that but the truth is that tough guys don't they don't go they don't to something that like that stuff. because it's you have to tuck by your feelings there right and they have their guard up so so I'd be interested to see if they were brave enough to do something like that but it would if they did I'd responsibly say, yeah. prove it to me you yeah. know it's a friend and maybe it's time to try something new and this is, uh, I'll just read you the review from Entertainment Weekly. It says, funny, touching, smart, and supremely confident. Now that is something I don't think we say enough about movies, that it seems confident. Yeah. That while making the movie, whoever made it must have never second-guessed any choices they made. They right. must have gone, yes, this thick of an accent is appropriate. Yes, this song by the... Funchy Bunks is appropriate. Yes, all this story and this friend changing his mind this fast is the right amount of time it should take. And I think that not enough people are confident enough to just never really mm-hmm. take a second look and go, is this good? So. singing along he's singing along with the bunchy bunch and then he pulls up alongside another car and um he stops singing and then he starts again and he said he was coming back Gordon Joseph Levitt so I hope he does well thank you ladies and gentlemen thank you very much you're far too kind hey you want to follow my uh, YouTube channel you can do that you can also follow me on See that is the same guy also. We should say he's doing a third voice. He's doing an, another new voice. Yeah. Um but it is still the same guy. Yeah, he's disappeared into this regular Joe character. And that's again. why it's called acting. Yes. In the words of Lawrence Oliver, it's uh you know, that's why it's called that's acting. That's why they call it kid. Doing, that's why they call it doing acting kid. The Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Yahoo Tumblr. Or if you're feeling creative, I run a collaborative production company called Hit Record, and we're about to start making all kinds of art revolving around the themes of this movie, Don John. So if you're a writer or a filmmaker or a musician or any kind of artist, come check, check out the check, site. Check. And, uh, oh, I made a video about that collaboration to start it off, as I do on a regular basis, which is part of the reason why I'm called Regular Joe. Ask Rob Brown the other reason. Thanks again. And we did ask Rob Brown... And he said it's because his Gordon Joseph Levitt's bowel movements are so uh, consistently timed. timed. Yeah. And it's and I don't I don't work blue. I'm not making a joke. But we did ask Rob Brown because we know him. Um, and uh, he and that's what he told us is the other reason. I don't know if he's having a joke on us. Yeah. 
That was a, the, it's time to close the teaser freezer. Close the teaser freezer and Maybe keep everything else Sneak fresh. a munch on, a, on an otter pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, okay, time to close it up. We'll be right back uh, with our guest, Jack Johnson, uh, from the News Girl. Uh, we're very excited. Uh, he uh, asked us if he could be our launch guest, and we... Uh, we said you know, no, and... We uh, went back and forth a few times. And, yeah, ultimately... Um, uh, Give the kid a break. We worked it out. We'll be right back on Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. Meg Ryan, Richard Gere, Michelle Pfeiffer. Are we recording? Are we recording? Are we recording? recording? Is the light? Is it the light? Are Are we... Are we recording? I think we are. Hey, uh, regular Sean here, sitting with uh, old regular Hayes, your buddy. Uh, we're we're back with our guest, Jake Johnson. Such a pleasure uh, to have you on our on our first episode. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a real honor. To we be know here. you're busy. We know you're very busy, and it's uh, always nice of you to carve out some time for your old buddies, Hayes and Sean. Yeah, how you guys been? We've been good. We've been good. It's been um, it's been a wild ride. Great. Uh, things obviously have changed a little bit from when we first knew you back in sure. the uh, the days when we were all just grinding it out, mm-hmm. just trying to mm-hmm. just trying to make a buck in this in this business. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It's it's fun to think about uh, mm-hmm. when we were all doughboys going off to war. <laughs> right. You know. And Sean um, and I were talking the other day, Jake, about uh, we were remembering when you were. Um, uh, I think you were working as a bartender at the airport. Right. Uh, after Sh- Sean and the I, the Burbank Airport, the Burbank Airport. Yes, right. trying to to swing a gig at LAX was not. Well, it's because you. you get more tips. Yes, you yeah, get more yeah, tips. Yeah, yeah. But Burbank's way more convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So you're. Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, uh, it's it's the, the devil's bargain. Uh, yes. But yeah. No, I love um, working there. Yeah, you were working there, and Hayes and I would go in there every day just to sort of take meetings with. Yeah. Yes. You guys would go through security. Yeah, we'd buy a ticket. Because uh, this was just post ninety. I mean. Yes. Well, it's like a membership. You pay yeah. for Soho House or whatever. Yeah. You know, like nobody says that's crazy. You buy a plane yeah. ticket every day just to be in the place where because that's where the uh, the players play. Well, there's. A, I mean, as you guys know, obviously there's a lot of you know L.A. to New York, L.A. to New York out of Burbank. So you yes. guys will go right by the JetBlue area and just not JetBlue necessarily. We do Spirit, the Spirit mm. Terminal. What business were you into back then? We it was of, always the writing acting game, right? It was the writing, acting, uh, uh, producing, producing, directing, directing uh, just casting, conceiving of. I guess just mm-hmm. just a whole having thing. ideas. Yeah, I gotta say, Sound you stuff. guys, I've always viewed you two, and you know this is huge talents. Yeah, and same for you, man. And, same and that's why you were, when yeah. you uh, when you came to us uh, when you were sort of grinding it out in in, in Burbank and said, "Guys, right. I think uh, I'm gonna hang it up." Yeah, right. you said, guys, these these two whiskey sours are on the house, right. and I think they're the last ones I'm going to serve. Oh, I'm those were on move. Lou. <laughs> 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 remember Lou? You remember Lou? You remember Lou? Yeah. Yeah. Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you said these are on these yeah, are on Lou, and uh, you said I'm going to hang I'm going to hang it up, yeah. um, banging my head against a wall out here. Um, yeah, I just couldn't catch a break. Uh, you know, uh, we tried to loan you more dough, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't take it. Well, look, you know, the reality is at that point, I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was 39 years old, 350 pounds. Mm-hmm. I had hair down to my lower back. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I just thought, how the fuck is this town going to see me for what I am? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we and, also said, you, yeah, stop. We said, that makes yeah. sense for mm-hmm. you, for where you're at and for yeah. what you appeared to be but capable I, but of. But I appreciated what you guys were really doing as my best friends. Yeah. And that was, you guys said to me, stop. You know, you guys always, you always teased me. You yep. came in there, you razzed me, but mm-hmm. you guys did it like the brothers I never had because I was yep. in an orphanage. <laughs> yeah. You know. You at that time <clears throat> were living in an orphanage. <laughs> oh, my, ah, I'm so sorry. Uh, fuck, man. I didn't and expect here, this. Yeah, I thought we yeah. were going to be doing some bits up here. Yeah. This is fucking me up emotionally. But, you no, know, man, but, you guys fucked with me, you teased me, and I said I was going to quit, and you said you should, but what I know what you were really saying and what you're saying is get out there and do it. Yep. And I and, appreciate you guys. And Thank can you. I say no one was happier or prouder than I was when 25, 26 years later, mm-hmm. I'm flipping through my TV guide channel. Mm-hmm. And what do I see but the news girl yeah, news. Yeah. starring my friend Jack Johnson. Yeah. Well, that's close. It is called The New Girl, Fox Tuesdays at 9. Um, my name is Jake. Come on, Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, the reality of it is, is I'm doing this today. True, we haven't all hung out in a long time, which is regrettable. But I got to- Life gets big. Mm-hmm. I mean, life gets big. No right. doubt, no doubt. But here's the thing. I got to get the word out there. I got to get people watching. Sure. It's uh, it's right for a show called The Mindy Project, starring Mindy Kaling. Yes, it's, I've heard of that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, you haven't heard of my very show? Very funny show. I have not heard of your show. Zoe Deschanel. Schmidt. Oh, well, Schmidt, well, I've I heard know, about. I've heard of Mr. Oh, Schmidt. Oh, everyone knows Mr. Schmidt. I have heard the of Mr. Schmidt. not called Mr. Schmidt. Is, it, is that a different show? No. Okay. On Tuesday night, you got the show Dads. Then you got Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Andy yes. Samberg. Yeah, I've, I've seen those shows. Yeah. They're, those they, are good shows. Then you got, Never miss Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Andy Samberg. Yeah. Then you got New Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you got The Mindy Project. We believe okay. you. Yeah. yeah. It's not called Mr. Schmidt. All right. That's just what people when they come in to work the next day. You, they, I hear like, "Did you see Mr. Schmidt last night?" And yeah, or someone will be saying, first of all, what, I, for hold on, hold on, guys, this is what a, Mr. Schmidt said." They'll yeah. be saying, they'll be quoting him. Why are you mm-hmm. putting? Or Mr. they've got the shirt on. Because <laughs> there's a chance Schmidt's his first name. We've never called him Mr. Schmidt. We've done 56 episodes. We've never called him Mr. Schmidt. Because the writers have told us we don't know if it's, you know, Mr. Schmidt or Schmidt's first name. Uh-huh. This is, okay, well, this is going to be a good, Cody, I think, can you, Cody, segue. Cody, can you sit back down at the engineering board, please? Cody just Cody stood was standing up. up. Just sort of He's just taking and a keep this, Go ahead and keep the cans on, just for quality control stuff. Yeah. Just QC, we want you to right. hear. And that's and make sure it's coming through clean. Jake, you're sitting close to him. And it's like I'm trying. It, yeah, if, you see him, if you see him take those cans off, just give us okay. Give us a signal. Some and sort we'll, of shout out, no doubt. And we'll, and we'll take care of it. Okay. But you, we heard you mention the writers, and I think it's a good segue to educate some of our audience who maybe haven't uh, heard of the Mr. Schmidt show. Yes. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the show. You, where, yeah. How okay? How did you get the idea for a news girl? And me? Yes. And mm-hmm. and I didn't get the did, idea. Hmm. Okay. Well, Hayes, that's a scoop. This is a big scoop. I don't think it's a scoop. Uh, Mark it down. This isn't a scoop troop. Get your notebooks out. This isn't a scoop troop moment, guys. Is it the kind of thing where like you didn't get the idea? It just 
came, came to, to you. Yeah. Those are the best ideas, yeah. the ones where you're not trying to you think don't feel about like you what had a show I didn't write it. it. You just happened to be in the right. I didn't write it. Okay. Hmm. I'm just acting in it. Okay. I play uh, Mr. Miller. Oh, okay. Mr. Miller. Hmm. Now- What everyone talks about the water coolers the next day or whatever. Now, on your IMDb page, it says Nick. What? It says you play- yeah, Nick Miller, Mr. Miller. Nick Miller. Nick oh, Miller. Mr. Miller. Okay. Now, uh, talk about him for a second. Which one is he? Well, <clears throat> which guy is Nick? Mm-hmm. Well, let's fuck, guys. Let's break it down. He's not Zoe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not Lamorne Morris. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. No, yes. And he's not Very Mr. Fam- Schmidt. Yes. Yeah, well, so we know who is he? Right. So if he's not Zoe... He's not the black guy, and he's not Mr. Schmidt. Then who is he? He's the guy in like the checkered shirt with like the Bingo. scruffy. Yes, Bingo. Sure, Bingo. Okay. So you do watch? I've seen the. You know, I've flipped through EW. I've seen like a yeah. uh, little. I've been in there like six times, so it really doesn't matter to me. But let me ask you this: uh, You're in that six a- times, in Variety five times, in Hollywood Reporter nine. Congratulations! Mm. You're wearing um, those are big numbers. A checkered shirt. Oh. Uh-huh. And you have kind of a scruffy beard hmm. tonight. Are you do you have to how film do, it right after? How do you get ready to play a character like Nick? Well, if you Miller? want the truth, that just came from an appearance at Target. Oh. We had the whole cast, we go out, we do appearances around Hollywood and we make bank. Sure. Mm. We just stand in different in front of different appliances. And then we go to like different bars. It's like you've heard it in Vegas. Yes. Where like Snooky goes to the VIP at some club and makes X amount of bank. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the cast members and me do it. And you'll do a residency, some like in Vegas, you'll do a residency at like Veggie Grill. Sure. Or something like that. That's right. Hundred yes. percent. Yeah. Uh, but we're What's doing the new um, the new uh, Chipotle, Chipotle, but it's like Asian food. Mm. Do you know that one? No. It's new. Oh, it it's sounds delicious. Close to the ArcLight. Um, yeah, uh, you guys should look into that. I could see that being a nice cross promotion. Mis- maybe Mr. Schmidt's um, chopping up tofu or something. Mm-hmm. Isn't uh, that what he does? Isn't that mostly what he does? Well, they're on the both show? new things. I just thought. Well, we're not new things. We're in season three. Oh, good. Oh, good. Congratulations. We got we to move on. Um, okay. Great. Um, go ahead. Did you see Bridesmaids? Yeah, a couple years ago. Okay. I thought it was funny, too. Well, brave, too. What's We're going to... Uh, what was brave about it? Let's read... Um, let's, go, let's go to the popcorn gallery. Let's go to the right. popcorn gallery. This is a, a segment that our fans obviously love. Um, a lot of uh, Joe and Jane Q public moviegoer types right. don't have direct access to working... Hollywood actors, Fantastic. and so we get questions from them. So it's our version of the peanut gallery. Oh, it's the popcorn, okay, great. The popcorn I love gallery. It. So we reach into the Fantastic. popcorn bag, great. and we pull out a question. It's from Bird Rules, and his question for Jake Johnson is, Jake, how do you get into the funny zone? Mm. Mm. You're on a comedy TV show, yeah. Uh, and when you're – sometimes you need to really get into that – Play. Sean and I do comedy as well. It's different for everybody. Right. I have my way of doing it. He has his way. We'd like to hear about your way of getting into the funny zone. 
Well, I didn't study acting for nine years to flop around with funny ears on and goofy uh, shoes and get sure. in my funny zone. Right. Um, right. I'm an actor. Right. That's cheating. Mm-hmm. So how do I get in my funny zone? Great script. A great script. I don't know about you guys, but you know, I know you guys will run around and chase each other's dicks on screen on stage and go like whoop de doo de doo de doo and everybody yeah. laughs. But that's not yeah. what I do. We chase each other's dicks. Uh, what I do is I read the material, I become the material, I say the lines, and I will specifically, if my character has a pause, mm-hmm. I will ask in the script to tell me how many seconds. Oh wow. wow. Oh wow. It's- so okay, so if um so if the script said for you to Chase Mr. Schmidt's dick around. <laughs> Do you throw that in the wastebasket, or are throw, you willing to? You know what? I don't throw. If a, you know what a script is, a Bible. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Um, so if the Bible says something, you don't choose to throw it out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not a religious guy. But oh, then a strange analogy for you to use. So you think that a script is not an important thing. It's something you don't believe something in. Something you don't think is real. That other people find important and you almost think that's silly. What would you say to your fans who do believe that God is real? I didn't say that I don't think God is real. Okay. I don't, you know, I think it's basically a script. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With a great writer. Oh. New Girl is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think so, yeah. I do. And so when I look at a script... I just figured, yeah, now I now I know probably even more than Hayes does. Yeah. But yeah. I probably know the most of the three of us because I said it. Okay. I, I don't want to concede go, that ground. I don't want to go back to the uh, Burbank Airport where we play whose dick's the longest. Right. <laughs> because everybody's doing great. Yeah, sure. now everyone is doing great. Should we uh, get into the scene machine? Uh, yeah, let's hop into the scene machine um, okay. and just drive into a fun scene. This is where we create a scene hmm. out of nothing. We just put a bunch of loose parts in the scene machine. Improv. Uh, well, not necessarily improv because we do want you. Writing. You're here to, you said before, you're here to uh, promote. Script writing. Promote that show uh, that you're on. Uh, New so, Girl. Yes. Tuesdays at 9, uh, before the Mindy Project, after Andy Samberg in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Uh, An hour after dad's. Do you hang out with Mimby at all when you are? Who? When you're doing stuff like because you're right next to the Mimby project, do you and Mimby get to? Mimby? Who the hell is Mimby? I assume she's a friend of yours because you're right next to her. She plays Mimby on that show. Yes. Her name's Mindy. On the show. On the show, sure. And in real life. No, when who she... are you guys thinking of? There's a no, fa- there's Jake, a famous a, actress no, named Mindy no, Kaling. No, Jake. She plays Jake, Mindy. Who Jake, are you guys Jake, thinking of? Jake, that's a fake show. No, I, in know, the show, I know. She's on and her t- name's Mindy she's Lahiri in the show. On a TV right. show. But right. Mindy Kaling, an who's an author, named right. Mindy yes. Kaling. Yeah, who's an author slash actress? Who's Mindy Kaling? That's just the show. That's just a character on a show. No, she's playing a doctor. That's all fake. No, I know the dude. I'm not an idiot, man. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I know it's a show, but I don't think her name is Mimby Colleen. Mimby, re- a real doctor wouldn't be allowed to do all the stuff that she does. No, I know because it's a show. 
and uh, Chris uh, Messina's She's in it. Very unprofessional in some of the doctor agree. meetings. I agree. No, I know, I know, but yeah. Yeah. So to answer a question, I'm not friends with her. Okay. But I think she's nice. Let's get into the Good. scene. Yes, sorry. The scene machine. I'm sorry. I sidetracked us. Jake, we're going to have you play Nick. Okay. Your character from the show. Uh, I'll be- We're doing a scene from New Girl? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have the script. No, it's an improvised scene. I don't improvise. Well, then let's do a real scene. Great. Here's the script. Great. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I'll be Jeb. Jess. Okay. Uh, Sean, who would you like to play? I'd like to play Mr. Schmidt. <laughs> I don't know if you got it in you. Okay. You seem more like a Winston. Now let's set up the scene. Let's give context for the scene. I hope that's not a, some sort of a racial insult. What? You How said it very. You said it with a very negative. No, because right now Winston's storyline is he is, has weird feelings for puzzles and cats. Yes, I've seen it. And I think it's you're meaty it. stuff. <laughs> it's meaty stuff. Well, it's it's stuff that, the kind of thing that you wouldn't see on television 10, 15 years ago in the it was multicam shows. I think you would. They didn't have time to explore it. No, because right. the laugh track ate up too much time. Mhm. Mm. And then you do single cam, you can do it because you have more time, more lines. Yeah. Uh, I think there's truth to that. Okay. Because I think the laugh track takes up time, and without it, you get more time for lines. (laughs) Well, I'd like to play Mr. Schmidt, and we'll just see if I have it in me or not. Okay. I guess so. Let's do a scene where I am Jess, and I've just done something unacceptably strange. Okay. Uh, and you, you're Jess. Yes. Okay. And you, Nick, you need to put me in my place without hurting my feelings. Okay. So first, tell us what you do, what process you go through to get to a place where you can do that as the character Nick. Well, I think about who in my real life has done something mm-hmm. that has just acted out of line, and I got mm-hmm. a few people that I can always go to, and it just pisses me off. And I think. Yeah. Well, I love that person. They're a valued person. My mother, my sister. I mostly use a female for Jess, or I'll use a, a guy for Mr. Schmidt. And I think this girl really did it to me this time. My sister, or my mom, my cousin Teresa, or mm-hmm. other girls get super furious and then enter the scene. Okay. Are you there? But why is it called a washing machine if it can't wash my car? Who is that? Huh? And that's Jess. That's Jess. That's She's... from the show. Why is it called a washing machine if it can't wash my car? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, why is it called a washing machine if it can't wash my car? And well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the way Nick would respond. Mm-hmm. Unlike this dialogue that was written not by okay. one of our writers. Okay, okay. It's nonverbal. It's the look. Okay, for the people right. at home, he for sort of folded his arms. Who are listening at home, he folded he his arms and he raised his eyebrows and he face. sort of crinkled his brow. Yeah. Okay, and I'll, I'll just... Okay. I was just trying to help! I'm entering now! <laughs> Here I am! 
Why did no one tell me that my face cream expired? Oh, he's still he's doing the same look. Okay, and I got that look. This was a different one. Yeah, that was like, yeah. are you really going to act like this? Uh-huh. Yeah. I put my car in the washing machine. I found a frog in my face creep. <laughs> okay, and then that look was kind of like uh, a, a frog. You know what yeah. that look was? Yeah, please tell me. Uh, the look where you can cut to commercial break. That's an that's act how, blow. Yes. And that's how powerful it is. That's is an that act You can blow. go out because, and, and you don't have thing. to write Let me the explain blow. to you. You don't know. So in TV with audiences, you had laughter. Mm-hmm. Now that he comes in there, he says about the frog and the lip gloss, and then boom, mm-hmm. you cut to the expression. And the expression says, I get it, and I'm moving the story with a look. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you said lip gloss. That's a little window into your craft, actually, because nobody said that before. What did you say? Face cream? Mm-hmm. He said What's face cream, difference? but you said lip gloss because I don't think you were you were so inside. Oh, you're complimenting me. Yeah, uh, thank you. Putting uh, your character together. Yeah. That you thought, in this moment, my character wouldn't be listening to what was going on at I'd all. be looking at Jess's lips. Yeah. He'd be thinking about a look. Yeah. And also, it even lip gloss even further feminizes Schmidt, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, I feel like maybe Nick doesn't think Mr. Schmidt is, a, is all man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was very intimidating to be on the other on the other side of that. Oh, I would not, not want to be on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Schmidt earns his paycheck, I'll tell you something. Well, I don't think you're ever in any fear of being on the other side of that. Because you got to get the job through auditions. Sure. Right, and you know that I'm offer only. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you got to pass a lot of levels to get on the other side of that. Yeah, and you know that I'm offer only, and that they wanted to go for more of a no-name and undiscovered talent. (laughs) It's That's too distracting right. to have someone yeah. like me on there. <laughs> You'll get the looks in podcasts. <laughs> yes. Let's reach back in the popcorn gallery one more time before mm-hmm. we go. Uh, I think this is a good question to end on. Uh, this is from Chanson. Chanson. Listener. Great. Jake, is it hard being famous? Is it hard being famous? Well, you know what? It's hard doing appearances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to do those because the show is a is a lost leader. No, well, I, I do those appearances because I've got my own appearance agent. Mm-hmm. So when I do those appearances, what I didn't say it's not the other series regulars doing it with me. Oh, mm. it's guest stars, it's co stars, it's anybody who's been on the show with me. Because oh. I got a guy who runs them. I get the checks, um, and it's a money maker. And would you say that your agent is your best friend at this point? I would say he's my brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is crafty like on the new girl? I like it. M&M's. M&M's. Skittles, so it's sweets mainly. Donuts. Yeah. No, not I wouldn't say that. Uh, it's not just sweets, it's M&M's, it's Skittles, it's candy, uh sodas, donuts, um uh, chocolate bars. Oh. Don't buy everything. Um Yeah, you're just only you're only listing sweets and I don't think that's true. Um Frosted Flakes. Okay. Or cereal. Right, that's more in the middle, but also Mince. pretty sweet cereal. Yeah. But I mean, other cereal, too. Mm. A bunch of, I mean, look, craft service is really, it's not, you know, it's just, it's a bunch of shit. 
Yeah, it's good. Okay, so okay, so then crafty's good. That'll that's good. Our audience will want to hear that. Yeah, food's good. And then you had a you wanted to promote a movie. Yes, um, I want to promote a, mo- a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called Boys Night Out. Mm-hmm. It's on VOD right now. Mm-hmm. It stars me, uh, Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about the three of us. We're best friends. <laughs> stars me uh danny glover vince vaughn we play all best friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it's a night where we all have young babies at home mm-hmm. and we're all dads we all live in the suburbs of uh detroit mm-hmm. and we decide to have a boys night out last time one last hurrah one last hurrah but when we go out it's reliving all the stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything goes crazy so it's a shout out to the movies of the 80s mm-hmm. uh and it's very contemporary and was danny bussing you up uh Nonstop. Well, you know, the reputation when we were growing up mm-hmm. was that Mel Gibson was the prankster. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's Danny. Danny. Mm-hmm. And so that must have bust you up pretty good. He was he was doing pranks on camera, off camera. He didn't memorize any of his lines. He was funny and dramatic. It's the kind of thing you just turn on the camera and it's just like, go. 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 Mm-hmm. At one point, I literally think... Me and Vince just sat there, knuckles closed, on a uh, chin watching. Mm-hmm. You forgot, oh, wait, I got a job to do, I gotta, too. I got to say my lines. But, you know, mm-hmm. the reality of it was, it was a lot of fun. It's a really good movie. It's really sweet. There's a lot of great females in it. Mm-hmm. Unknowns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on VOD. You can find it now. It's on iTunes. It's a powerful that. anti-cigarette message in there as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the reality is, is I don't know if all, everybody knows this, it gives you cancer. They're bad for you, yeah. Well, 100%. Well, 100%. Defini- yeah. There, there, there's been a lot of years where that. it's been both sides mm-hmm. of the fence. Now there's no fucking around. Mm-hmm. You yeah. smoke cigarettes, you're going to most likely get cancer. And the, Yeah, and to take a strong stance like that is mm-hmm. pretty powerful. Time to yeah, speak I'm really glad you pointed that out because that is something not everyone's. It's only one scene. Uh, and a lot of my monologue and it got cut out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they whittled it down to And you can tell that there's... Edited so poorly. Been a big chunk cut out honest, of the middle. To be honest, the editing yeah. of that scene, all jokes aside, really pissed me. Do you want to do it? Makes it for me us? Do you want to the tell original us one what we missed? Was forty-five yeah. minutes. Okay. In the show. Oh, okay. In the movie, and I literally think this is the only thing in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding when I say I went off for forty-five straight minutes. Mm-hmm. They had to reload one of the cameras in the middle of it because we ran mm-hmm. out of the fucking card. Mm-hmm. I literally stopped. And kept my facial expression in the same spot so we could start again because mm-hmm. I was thinking about editing. In the movie, it's Danny Glover smoking, which his character didn't smoke. He was uh-huh. just views. He kept saying, it's a boy's night. It's a boy's night. Yeah. Smoked yeah. in every scene, smoked every day, smoked in the hotel room, everything. Yeah. In the movie, I go, hey, put out that. And it cuts to him smoking. And I go, cigarette. But it's not even my voice saying cigarette. Yeah. So... It's, hey, cut out that, and then they use a weird cut, and you hear, cigarette. Yeah, and that's Haley Joel. I, I, I didn't know that. ADR yeah. King. It fucking pissed me off, mm-hmm. man. That's frustrating. They cut all my stuff in that movie. Half my stuff is ADR, but so I guess it's Haley Joel Osment. They made my character gay. I didn't say any of that stuff. All that's ADR. The oh, whole thing really? with me and Vince, that whole thing in the second act, mm-hmm. I didn't say any of that. I wouldn't say it. It's all ADR. I'm, I think you're handsome. Oh, you hate that stuff. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's yeah. not in the movie. I didn't agree to do that. Yeah. You would have said no to that because you hate that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fuck no. They ADR the whole thing. I got the munches for you. What does that even mean? Everyone's laughing. In the, I was at the arc light. Everyone's laughing. I stood up and go, what's the munches? Mm-hmm. Making yeah. you look like the idiot. Yeah, it's very funny. I think it means you want to chew on his like buttocks. But I, you know, <clears throat> but regardless, it's yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing to hear that they did that to you. But whatever, sort of your vision. Yeah, it's on VOD, uh, iTunes. On VOD, everybody check it out. And yeah. um, Boys Night Out. But, Super fun movie to do. But any of that gay shit, that's not. That I didn't choose that. I wouldn't have said yes to my mm-hmm. true fans of J.K.M. Johnson out there. You can trust in me. Never would I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just disappointing. But right on to my true J.K.M. Johnson fans. Uh, you guys know you're always the number one, and you guys love Mr. Miller. Thanks, Jake. Thanks. Thank you so much, Jake. Thanks so much for coming on Hollywood yeah. Handbook. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Uh, rate us on iTunes, uh, subscribe to the forums, and uh, purchase our uh, our pro version. Uh, um, yeah, please do buy the pro version. You get access to all kinds of cool extras. Um, you get a 45-minute Skype with the boys. 45-minute Skype with the boys. You get What's a bunch version? of exclusive This gifs. is the pro version. Yeah, this is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We're plugging the pro version of the podcast because it's not um, as expensive as it could be to just mm-hmm. listen to the normal episode. Yeah. You guys are charging for other things, too? Yeah, uh, you get a bunch of exclusive GIFs. Uh, you get an interview with uh, Lamorne Morris. So if this one sort of whet your appetite uh, for... To get into the belly of the beast think, that is maybe, the uh, maybe, I don't think he would do this podcast. The guys. real thing. Lamorne's uh, not going to do it. I only did it because I know you guys from a while ago. This is dog shit. No, it's I mean, okay, 200 views tops. No, he wouldn't do it for. He's not going to do it for really. free. He won't do it for money. It's not really views you're looking for. Yeah, what is it you guys are looking we for? We found it. We found a number. Um, you found a number with Lamorne. Mm-hmm. How much are you paying him? I don't think that's for you. I'll text him right now. So okay. will I. <laughs> you don't even have his number. Uh, yes, I do. You want me to read it to you? Yes. <laughs> read, Sean. If you could just read Lamorne Morris's number. <clears throat> 310? Yep. You know it by heart. Yeah, I call him every day. Mm-hmm. 689? You yep. call it, you dial out the whole thing? <laughs> Read everything but the last two. <laughs> and make people guess what those last two are. There's also a nine in it, and there's also a zero in it. Okay, so that'll be fun for people on the forums to guess what Lamorne Morris's uh, personal, go nuts. personal phone number is. And uh, to call it. So you guys charge for Skypes? Well, it's, it's part of the... Once you get the pro version, it's free. We charge for the pro version, and Skypes are included in that. And then the Skypes are free. Why would they want to Skype with you? So we can give them tips about achieving uh, Hollywood uh, success. Or whatever they want. Not not everyone has good friends in their life like we were to you back at the Burbank airport and when you were a bartender. So give me some three pieces of advice that the people could potentially look out for. Okay, uh... Pay money if you want the real advice. That's good. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the main advice that we want to give is that's that good. it is available. We have the juice. We have the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to cost a little bit. And then and you want it to because you don't want everyone to have it. Yeah. It's like that's, an acting coach. That's one. You got to pay for the good stuff. Two is rate us on iTunes. Okay. Rate us on iTunes. Comment in the forums. Mm-hmm. And then get the pro version. Bye. Bye, everybody.
This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.